Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom. It's me, Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 19th of December, and the 7th of Tevet on the Hebrew calendar. Today we're going to start with our portion from the Torah, which is called Vayigash, He Drew Near, this week. And we're going to be reading from Genesis 45, 8 through 18. First, let's take a minute to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God. King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people, Israel, and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. So now, it wasn't you. You didn't send me here, but God, and he made me as a father to Pharaoh. Lord over his whole house and ruler over the entire land of Egypt. Go up quickly to my father and say to him, Thus says your son, Yosef, God has made me Lord over all Egypt. Come down to me, don't delay. Then you will live in the land of Goshen and be close to me, you and your children and your children's children your flocks and your cattle, and everything that belongs to you. I'll provide food for you there, for the famine will last another five years. Otherwise you'll lose everything, you and your household, and everything that belongs to you. And look, you and my brother Binyamin can see with your own eyes that it's my mouth that's speaking to you. You must tell my father about all my honor in Egypt and about all that you've seen, and you must quickly bring my father down here. Then he fell upon his brother Binyamin's neck and wept while Binyamin wept upon his neck, and he kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. Finally, after this, his brothers talked with him. When the commotion was heard in Pharaoh's house, Yosef's brothers have come. It was good in the eyes of Pharaoh and his servants. So Pharaoh said to Yosef, Say to your brothers, Do this, load your animals and go to the land of Canaan. Then get your father, your households, and come to me. I'll give you the best of the land of Egypt 
and you will eat the fat of the land. That was Genesis 45, verses 8 through 18. Our portion today from the prophets is 1 Samuel 24. Now, when Shaul returned from pursuing the Philistines, they told him, saying, Look, David is in the wilderness of En Gedi. So Shaul took three thousand chosen men from all Israel and went to search for David and his men near the rocks of the mountain goats. When he came across the sheepfolds along the way, where there was a cave, Shaul went in to relieve himself. Now David and his men were already sitting in the innermost parts of the cave. So David's men said to him, Look, it's the day the Lord spoke to you about. Behold, I will deliver your enemy into your hand, so you may do to him as seems good in your eyes. Then David crept and cut off the corner of Shaul's robe stealthily. But afterward, David's conscience bothered him for cutting off the edge of Shaul's robe. So he said to his fellow men, The Lord forbid that I should do such a thing to my Lord, the Lord's anointed, stretching out my hand against him, for he is the Lord's anointed. So David persuaded his fellow men with these words, and did not let them rise against Shaul. Then Shaul left the cave and went on his way. David also rose afterward, went out of the cave, and called out after Shaul, saying, My lord, the king. When Shaul looked behind him, David bowed with his face to the earth and prostrated himself. Then David said to Shaul, Why do you listen to men's words, saying, Look, David intends you harm? Look today with your own eyes should see how the Lord delivered you today into my own hands. In the cave, some urged me to kill you, but my eye had pity on you, and I said, I will not stretch out my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. Moreover, my father, see, yes, look at the corner of your robe in my hand, for in cutting off the corner of your robe, Yet, not killing you, you should know and realize that there is no evil or rebellion in my hand. I haven't sinned against you, even though you are lying in wait for my life to take it. May the Lord judge between me and you, and may the Lord Lord avenge me of you, but my hand will not be against you. As the old proverb goes, Out of the wicked comes forth wickedness, but my hand will never be on you. Whom has the king of Israel come after? Who are you chasing? A dead dog? A single flea? May the Lord be judge and decide between me and you, and may he see and plead my cause and vindicate me against you. Now when David finished speaking these words to Shaul, Shaul said, Is this your voice, my son, David? Then Shaul lifted up his voice and wept aloud. Then he said to David, You are more righteous than I, for you have done good to me, while I have done evil to you. 
You've told today how well you've dealt with me, for the Lord had delivered me up into your hand, yet you did not kill me. For if a man finds his enemy, will he let him go away on a good road? May the Lord reward you with a good in return for what you have done to me today. Now behold, I know for certain that you will be king, and that the kingdom of Israel will rise in your hand. Swear now to me by the Lord that you won't cut off my descendants after me, and that you won't wipe out my name from my father's house. So David swore to Shaul. Then Shaul went to his home, but David and his men went up to the stronghold. That was First Samuel chapter 24. Today's portion from the writings is Psalm 64. For the music director, a psalm of David. Hear my voice, O God, in my complaint. Protect my life from terror of the enemy. Hide me from the conspiracy of evildoers, from the tumult of workers of iniquity, who sharpened their tongue like a sword and aimed their arrow, bitter words, to shoot from hiding at the innocent, shooting suddenly at him with no fear. They are firming up their evil plan. They talk about setting secret traps. They asked, who would see them? They are plotting injustices. We have completed a perfect plot. A man's inward part and heart are deep. But God will shoot them with an arrow. Suddenly their wounds will appear, so their tongue will be their downfall. All who see them will flee away. Then all men will fear, so they will declare the work of God and ponder what he has done. The righteous will be glad in the Lord and take refuge in him. Let all the upright in heart give glory. That was Psalm 64. Our portion today from the Apostles is Mark 15, verses 25 through 47. Now it was the third hour when they nailed him on the stake, and the inscription of the charge against him was written above, the king of the Jews. And with him they execute two outlaws, one on his right and one on his left. Those passing by were jeering at him, shaking their heads and saying, Ha! You who are going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days, save yourself by coming down from the stake. Likewise, the ruling Kohanim, along with the Torah scholars, were also mocking him among themselves. He saved others, they were saying, but he can't save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, come down now from the stake, so we may see and believe. Even those executed with him were ridiculing him. When the sixth hour had come, darkness fell over the whole land until the ninth hour. At the ninth hour, Yeshua cried out with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lema sabachthani, which is translated, My God, my God, 
Why have you abandoned me? When some of the bystanders heard it, they began saying, Look, he's calling for Eliyahu. Then someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine. He put it on a stick and was offering it to Yeshua to drink, saying, Wait, let's see if Eliyahu comes to take him down. But letting out a loud cry, Yeshua breathed his last. Then the curtain of the temple was split in two, from top to bottom. When the centurion, who was standing in front of him, saw the way Yeshua breathed his last, he said, This man really was the Son of God. There were also women watching from a distance. Among them were Miriam from Magdala, Miriam the mother of Yaakov the younger, and of Joseph, and Salome. They would follow him and serve him when he was in the Galilee. Many other women who had gone up together with him to Jerusalem were there also. Now evening had already come, since it was the day of preparation, that is, the day before Shabbat. Yosef of Arimathea, a respected council member who himself was waiting for the kingdom of God, went boldly to Pilate and asked for Yeshua's body. Pilate was surprised that he was already dead. Summoning the centurion, he asked him whether Yeshua had been dead for long. When Pilate learned this from the centurion, he granted the body to Yosef. Yosef bought a linen cloth, took him down, wrapped him in the linen, and laid him in a tomb that had been cut out of the rock. Then he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Miriam from Magdala and Miriam, the mother of Joseph, were watching where Yeshua's body was placed. That was Mark 15, verses 25 through 47. If you are reading through the New Testament twice in this year's cycle of reading, you'll be reading 2 Corinthians 5 today also. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. I just wanted a quick note to mention to those of you who are patrons of the podcast. First of all, thank you. I appreciate every single one of you so, so much. And secondly, um, just to remind you all that I am working on this month's special recording that will be available to the patrons. It is taking a bit longer because I'm doing something very special and it includes quite a few people. And I just really felt like this was something that I wanted to do for this month's recording for our patrons. And so it's very special, but it's going to be coming up, God willing, this week. So I will let everyone know when that's available. Well, thank you again for following along together with us. Thank you for everyone who is praying and uh, standing with Israel, speaking up and supporting. It means so much. So thank you to every single one of you. Um, My husband, as you may have uh, heard us mentioned before, he is currently in Gaza 
um, with the IDF at the conflict there. So we appreciate your prayers over him and our family at this time so much. May you all be blessed today. This has been Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom to you from Israel. Until next time.